The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. About 40 years ago, there was a, a couple who was dealing with terrible tragedies. They were married, they had children, and every time the children turned around 8 or 9 years old, they started to have difficulties. One child got sick, another child having a problem in school, another, prior, another child, as you're getting old, decided to, to leave Yiddishkeit. Every child was having an issue. And every time you go to his rabbi, what, what am I doing wrong? What's going on? He said, I don't know. I don't know. It's a problem. At one point, he went there to Israel. So he's 40 years ago. He went to the stipler. And he told the stipler what's going on. So the stipler looks at him and says, Did you ever hurt an eight or nine year old boy? He says, No, I don't know. He says, Never? He says, No. He says, Well, you must have because that's why this is happening. Think about it and you'll, you'll see why. And he, and he left. He came back. He speaking to his wife. And also, he remembered. When he first got married, he was in yeshivas in Kailo, and there was a yeshiva near where they were learning, and the Rebbe, it didn't work out, it was towards the end of the year, about six weeks left of the year, and the Rebbe quit. And they were stuck, they needed, sad to say, they needed a body in the room. So the Manal knew this guy, he says, do me a favor, you have to, he goes, I don't know anything about chinach, you gotta be in the room. So I was there, and I tried to teach. There was one kid there who was a chavraman, and he thought he would get the better of me, and he was making me nuts. So I put him in his place. I embarrassed him, I embarrassed him, I embarrassed him, until he finally stopped. So it worked. Now this person is thinking 40 years later, he says, maybe it worked, but maybe it worked too well. Look what damage that I caused. Maybe that's what the stipend was referring to. So he tracked down one of the kids from the class, who was now a grown adult. He said, you remember me? He goes, yeah, I remember you. You came down the year, we had a good time with you. He says, yeah, he goes, you know, how is so-and-so doing? He said, oh, the kid's not doing well. He's not doing well, he's married, but he's having some issues. Anyways, he tracks down this person. He realized he only lived about 20 minutes from his house. This was in the tri-state area. And he goes to the house, he knocks on the door. And sure enough, this lady answers, yes, can I help you? He says, I'm here to see so-and-so. We'll call him Ruvain, here to see Ruvain. Okay, Ruvain comes out and he sees him. He says, Shalom Aleichem. He goes, Aleichem Shalom. He goes, you remember me? He goes, yeah, I remember you. And he says, you know, he starts to speak to him, and he says, you know, I went to class, I wasn't experienced, I probably said some things I should have said, I want to ask you for mechilo. He says, you probably said some things you shouldn't have said, you said a lot of things you shouldn't have said, it caused me terrible harm, I can't be mechilo. No, seriously, it's not a game, it's not before you care you have to be mechilo because there's terrible things happening to me. He said, you have no idea how much anguish and pain you caused me. I had to go to a therapist, I had to speak, I had problems when I, when I first got married. Boshem, it's okay now, but you caused me so much pain, I can't be melchy like that. And he walks inside, and he closes his door. This person thought this was, you know, a perfunctionary thing. You go, they ask Mechil, and they say, yeah, I don't even remember, it'll be fine. But it's not what happened. This was serious. Thinking about his kids, he mamash collapsed on the doorstop on the step, and he burst out crying, and he was crying and crying. He realized that his life will just not get him back. He was crying there, he said, for over 45 minutes. He never cried for so long in his life. After 45 minutes, the door opens up, and the, the student, the Tamil, was standing there, and he looks at him. He says, you're still here? He says, you're crying for 45 minutes, you must really want to ask for Mechila. The guy looks at him, he's begging, he says, please, please be Mechila, you have no idea what I'm going through. He says, I'll be Mechila, you if you ask for Mechila the same way you did what you did to me. He says, what, what are you talking about? He said, there must have been, I don't remember, 18, 20 kids in the class. If you ask Mechila in front of them, I'll be Mechila you. So, years later, I, that's what I can do for you. Otherwise, it's not going to be real. 
Make a long story short, he went to the yeshiva, he got hold of the list, he tracked everybody down. Most of them lived in the tri-state area, a few out of town, and a few in Eretz Yisrael. He told them what was going on, it was very, very embarrassing. But they all agreed to come. He'll pay for all, they'll all come in, and he'll ask for mechila. He made a cheshman, 40 years ago, it cost about $25,000. He couldn't do it. He went to his rav, he asked his rav, what should, do, am I to do this? He said, I don't know, go back to the stipler. He asked a friend of his who lived there, so to go to a stipler and ask him what to do. The stipler responded as follows. He said, if you were driving a car, and by mistake, a kid runs out in front of you, and you hit the kid, and you killed him. And the police come, there's an investigation, and you see it was a mistake, and they say, no, you're driving too fast. And now you have to go to court. You know you're innocent. Would you hire an attorney if he cost you $25,000 to defend you? Of course you would. You don't want to sit in jail for 10 years. It was a mistake, but you're going to hire an attorney for $25,000. He says, you think that in Shemayim, after May Vashem, this is not going to come up? You better go do what you have to do. And he went and he got everyone together and he asked for Mechila. And things got better. What you see from here is, you can't ignore things, they don't go away. We see from here, the blood of the, of the Navi was boiling and boiling. And it did not get fixed until the Khurban happened. Why? Because we didn't do true. We didn't like what he was telling us. If we want to go and to stop this from happening, from the only way we can do it is to think about is there anyone else's blood that we spilled, whose blood is boiling, that we have to take care of. Once we take care of that, only then will Hashem bring us home. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.